Welcome to the Mount Pleasant JCs podcast. The Mount Pleasant JCs are Mount Pleasant's junior chamber as their young members aim to build personal and professional relationships as they work closely together on projects to strengthen and grow our local community. In today's podcast, we talk about their biggest fundraiser of the year, the Mount Pleasant Craft Beer Festival. June 10th, downtown Mount Pleasant. It is the ninth annual craft beer festival. I got Brian Weefers, Claire Doty here with me to talk all about it. Did I get that right, guys? Yeah, ninth it, annual? yeah. it is. It's ninth year, but with COVID, it's actually it's our ninth annual, but it's our tenth year because we had a, a lost year in there when we couldn't really get together. But so tenth year as a group together right. doing this, but ninth year just because you know we'll say like all those seniors who are playing baseball yes. and softball this year, they've only got three years on, unfortunately. That's right. And uh, for the JCs of Mount Pleasant, this is your guys' biggest fundraiser of the year too, correct? Yes. Yep. And now I went and looked it up. Mount Pleasant Area Community Foundation, United Way, Isabella County Soup Kitchen, Isabella County Restoration House, Child Advocacy Center. There are so many places that benefit from the JCs. I might be putting you guys on the spot here. How do you go about doling out that money or do people apply for it? How does that go? Yeah, so we have a fall give and a spring give every year. So all the money that we make from the festival, we bring back to the JCs, and then the JCs donates that every spring and every fall. Um, so people can or organizations can apply to have money donated. So they send in an application, and then we have a committee that reviews everything, and then we try to donate to as many as we can. Yep. And so, yeah, if there's a nonprofit out there that has something that comes in need, and how do they go about applying for that grant? Like I said, this is a little bit different than the Craft Beer Festival. We'll get back on that freeway in a second, but just want to let people know how they can get involved with the JCs. Yeah, so we'll put it out on social media. So if you follow the Mount Pleasant JCs on Facebook, we'll put out a post um, sometime in the spring and then again in the fall uh, that people can start applying for the give, and then they just follow that link and they apply, and it's as simple as that. All right, and the Craft Beer Festival... I mean, I believe this all started with the partnership between the Bird and the JCs, and kind of you and you and Rachel over there. Is that correct, Brian? Yeah. So it's it it started like we mentioned ten years ago that we were looking for a community event. There was a gentleman in town that was that had heard about these craft beer festivals and beer festivals in general that were getting big, and we kind of undertook it as a hey, let's let's check this out. We needed a nonprofit. So when I say we, the, you can't just have a beer fest. You, to get a liquor license, you have to have a nonprofit component. Yeah, they're just so, not going to let my one hundred four yep, three. No, 92, we first yeah. start slinging beers out <laughs> no, there. exactly. We get so, a lot more business, though, yeah. probably. Yeah. So at the time, I was a Mount Pleasant JC. I've aged out since then, but the JCs was a nonprofit. I said, look, this is perfect. Why don't we pick the JCs as our nonprofit to sort of funnel that liquor license through and then with that for the for them allowing us to do that that's the organization as claire mentioned that is going to give away the money so the beer fest is sort of this committee it's a it, the beer fest itself is mount pleasant craft beer festival is not its own separate organization it's just a committee of people that represent a lot of different businesses but we funnel things through the jc's as our nonprofit. so that's how that sort of started and and as you mentioned I mean, 10 years ago we were just hoping to break even that first year thinking oh, we don't know what we're doing we've never done this before it's sort of a well-oiled machine now but after that first year we raised like twenty thousand dollars i'm like wow this could be really really impactful so over that 10 years or nine festivals the jc's has been, has been able to give away over two hundred thousand dollars right back into the mount pleasant community so when you talk about what matters to in mid-michigan and what matters around yep. here that matters because that's two hundred thousand dollars that's not a profit it's not something that that we're going out and spending we're giving that money back to the community for nonprofits, and it's a great impactful thing is there one uh, giveaway that you guys maybe have had that's something a little bit personal to you guys something you guys remember that you know was a specific need for a place or something it might be putting you guys 
guys on the Gosh, spot here no, a little bit. You, you know, you know, um, it's it's fine. It's it's one of those where Claire mentioned. You mentioned five of them. You just kind of rattled off five yep, yep. that you looked up. That is five out of one year when we gave away. I think there was like ten or fifteen organizations last year that gave away. Um, I like those projects, Chris, that are the most impactful to the most amount of people. So when we give money to local schools, like a like a PTA wants money, or a, we put a, a a Gaga pit out at Beale City, and I didn't even know what that was at the time, but then you go buy that and look and watch these kids out there playing and it's like the, the reason they could do that is because the JCs were you know gracious enough and letting us do this beer fest and all the patrons that come in so those are the kind of things I don't know if I have a favorite or one and, and again that's not a five thousand dollar thing it's a it's a five hundred or a thousand dollar gift that the, the PTA wouldn't have been able to do without our organization but it impacts hundreds of kids every year because they love that thing so that's the kind of thing that I that I think of when I think yeah. of why we do this all the time and Claire gonna put you on the spot here is there a specific one you think of right there and I think Brian mentioned a really good one the Gaga pit out at Beale City that's something you're actually able to physically go see kids use yeah I don't know if I have a favorite um this past spring we uh donated a ton of money it was actually over nineteen thousand dollars was donated and I think we had the most applicants we've ever had for a spring give so that was super exciting um I can't remember any specifics but I know there was one for parts and rec with the farmer's market they're doing a pop program which is like produce or something about produce. I can't remember the specifics. Um, And I know we donated money um, to the Mount Pleasant Public Schools marching band for them to get new um, bells, orchestra bells, I believe. And that was fun because I remember when we took the picture with the big check that we do with all the... um, donations that we have we do the big check day um we had kids from the actual band come in with their instruments and pose for the picture so that was really heartwarming heartwarming to see where it was going and have those kids actually come in and pose with their instruments it was super cool i think you talked yourself into that one right there i think that might be your favorite <laughs> one like that, but what i like about you said that was something so specific that this group needed they needed new bells for for the mm-hmm. band or whatever and you guys were able to provide that because they, I think everybody knows how expensive instruments get. And you might think that those bells are probably pretty darn expensive, <laughs> too. And that's just something you guys were able to help out with. And somebody who's never been to the Mount Pleasant Craft Beer Festival, first of all, the, the, on that day, June 10th, when does everything start? And I know there's the early VIP access yeah, so, and so real, like the We could talk an hour about the, the event itself, but really it's a it's a one-day festival. Um, it, it Things kick off with our VIP hour at 3 o'clock. So people say, well, Brian, what's the difference between the VIP ticket and the general admission ticket? Well, the first and foremost, you get, an, you get access an hour early to the festival. So you can get your tickets. Um, before that day, you can walk up and get tickets, provided the VIP are not sold out. But at 3 o'clock, it kicks off. It allows you to go in. Um, it's right downtown Mount Pleasant. So if you're in Mount Pleasant and you want to know where the beer fest is, you can't miss it. Just go down Broadway, <laughs> look for Main Street and Broadway, and all of a sudden you'll see vendors and tents and all sorts of activity. It'll be 1,500-plus people downtown that day. Um, but, yeah, it starts at 3 o'clock, and you get access to uh, some special brews. You get early access. We'll have a VIP area this year. Um, and then for the, the commoners that I always joke around because I get to be the MC, the, the people that maybe can't make it at 3 or say, look, I I'm just, I'm just want to go to the festival, the regular general admission starts at 4 o'clock, and it goes on till nine o'clock at night. It's a wonderful, um, it's not this, it, the funny thing is people, you know, say, well, is this big beer tent? No, this is like an educational, you get to talk to the brewers. One of the things that's unique about our event is we require each brewery that we have, we require them to bring a representative. And the reason we do that is we don't want them to just have a, a, a keg or a, a, you know, people pouring their beer there. We want to 
be able to talk to them about, you know, your brewery, what goes into this specific blend. I mean, I'm not a beer drinker, so, that, you know, the joke is, why do I run the event? Um, but it, it's an educational, fun event, and, and you get to sample things, and you can sample them from, again, from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock VIP, and then it continues on until yeah. 9 o'clock. You know, Bob did a Bob Around Town podcast a couple months ago where he was talking with our local brewers, you know, from Mountain Town and from Hunters, and, you know, and it was really cool to hear about how much thought they put into it, how many different things they've tried, how, you know, with this recipe, they had to change this ingredient this yeah. much and that much, and then that's how it came out absolutely perfect. And like I said, it's an educational thing. Yeah, you're going to be able to have your fun too, but this isn't to go go around with your glass and do a bunch of shots of beer. Right. This is to go maybe find that new beer that you've been looking for to drink at home. And like I said, you can learn everything about it and Last couple of years, it's not just beer anymore either, is it, guys? There's also some mead, some wine, Correct. and some seltzers there as well. Yeah, you had mentioned a couple of the locals. We we don't just have locals. All the locals will be there. Of course, they, they want to be there, and we'll bring Four Leaf in from Claire, the, you know, the local bigger breweries. But we have... Um, pushing 20, 25 brewers that have already signed up, but they're coming from all different areas. So one of the unique things, we had a meeting this morning, actually, and one of the unique things we talked about was we have a, a brewer out of Detroit. I believe it's um, it's Fume or, or, or Fulm. I don't know how to say it, but yeah. um, they're coming with two very unique non-alcoholic craft beers. And you think of like, wait a minute, is that is that a thing? Well, yeah, it's a thing, and it's and we're, we're going to publicize that a little bit. You might not like alcohol or want to be under the influence, but they have a they have a IPA that's not alcoholic, and then they have another, um, you know, I don't know if it's what, what kind of blend it is. But we'll have brewers from all over the state, not just locally, um, but they'll come in and they'll bring craft beers, they'll bring meads, we'll have some wines. Um, it'll just be a, a great fun event, and we're trying to make it as diverse as we can to get, you know, as many people there as possible. Yeah. We want everyone to feel included at this event. So, of course, we have people that do like beer are obviously going to come to this event and have a good time. But you, we have the ciders, we have the meads, we have um, the seltzers, and then we have the wines from some of the wineries. And then now we have the non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic options, too. So we want everyone to feel included and feel like you can have a good time no matter yep. who you are. Yep, and even if you are, want to come to the event and you're not a drinker, they, we actually sell a, a designated driver ticket, a DD ticket, for 10 bucks. You can still get in, get access to the food trucks, get access to the games. You get to socialize. There's entertainment. I mean, all the things that go along, buy the merchandise, all the things that go along with our event. For 10 bucks, you can come in. Um, if you don't drink or don't want to drink, for 10 bucks, you can still attend. So it's yeah. pretty cool. And I bet, you know, if you wanted to, you know, get some money, getting some ride homes that night, if you come in as the DD, there you, go. You, know, you, can, you can make some friends. <laughs> there you or whatever, go. Get your like, 10 bucks back get, pretty get quick. Get your Good 10 job. bucks back real quick there. Now, Who's going to be there this year as far as the breweries, as far as the food, as far as the music? You know, t talk a little bit about that, guys. You want to go ahead, Claire? Uh, uh, sure. We'll, um, the same uh, entertainment that we've had, uh, kind of a mixture. So Kevin Chamberlain will be back this year, local musician. He will be your entertainment of, of the evening. Um, we also have food trucks. So we have uh, Dog Central will be a food truck. A new food truck in town, Twisted Fork, will be there. Um, Jose's Pig Gig, who was a big, uh, there was a new vendor last year, but had the smoker there. It'll be, you know, the, the food will going. And then as far as the breweries, I mentioned a few of them. Yep. Um, all of the local breweries will be here. Mountain Town and Hunters and Four Leaf. Um, we do actually have with that VIP hour, those breweries are going to have some special areas with some special brews 
just for the VIPs. Um, so we have, uh, like I say, I think this morning uh, we were up to 23 breweries that are going to be there. So yep, 23. There, yeah, there will mm-hmm. be tastes and, and sounds and, and, and things that there will be, you know, we just got to put Claire in charge of the weather so that uh, yeah. we have a good day that day. So yeah, and it will go on rain or shine that I do know. It is. It's a, it's a rain or shine thing. And it's, I always tell people it's a fundraising event. So, you know, that you got to have a kind of a fundraising focus. We're raising money. Um, it's a, it's a rain or shine thing. So come prepared to, to stay all day. Yep. And volunteers, you guys are still looking for volunteers. How do people go about yeah. signing up for that and getting involved? There's lots of different opportunities to volunteer as well. There's mm-hmm. pouring, there's just, I imagine, you know, you don't want me running your security detail, but I'm sure you need help all <laughs> over the place. Talk a little bit about that, Claire. Yeah, we are definitely still accepting volunteers. Uh, it's a great opportunity to volunteer for this festival. There's lots of benefits. Um, so if you do volunteer, you get your free t-shirt and a sampling glass, and you can actually participate in the event uh, during the shift that you're not volunteering at. So if you're volunteering for first shift, you can uh, participate in the event on second shift and vice versa. versa. Yeah. Um, So if people are interested in volunteering, uh, they can just visit mpbeerfest.com slash volunteer. We are still looking for second shift volunteers. That's the big one. So definitely pourers is a big one. And that's a really fun volunteer opportunity. I mean, you can grab your friend and the two of you can have the same brewery table and pour and it's a great time. It's so much fun. Um, There's brewer liaisons and there's security and I think there's front like box office as well so yeah, yeah there's lot, a few different options lots of different opportunities and, and Claire mentioned the website so really whether it's tickets or volunteers or you want to check out some of our sponsors I'd be remiss if we didn't mention you know the bird has been our partner since day one to be the title sponsor so they're entering their their ninth year of, of being the title sponsor we've got some other bigger higher level sponsors that have really stepped up um, in terms of Blystone and Bailey as a as a, we call them our barrel sponsors our yep. 2500 and above uh, sponsors. Uh, my firm, WeFridge Financial, Mid Michigan Sp- uh, Smiles is also a barrel sponsor. And then the Soaring Eagle Casino is back on board again for to be a sponsor. So some of those places, um, we, we couldn't do it without the bird. We couldn't do it without our bigger sponsors. But if you want information, Claire mentioned mpbeerfest.com. You can get information on volunteering, the sponsors, the hours, what's permitted in and out. Of course, there's a, it's a, there's an age requirement. you got to be 21. Um, but you only have to be 18 to volunteer. Is that right? 18 to volunteer, I believe. I believe 18 to volunteer. Yeah. So yeah. check it out on the website again, um, mpbeerfest.com. It's the, the website is updated all the time. And then she also mentioned our socials. So our Facebook page, we're constantly posting about it's thanking our sponsors. Here's what to look for. Um, but yeah, the Facebook page for the uh, Mount Pleasant Craft Beer Festival would be great. And now as far as getting tickets, mpbeerfest.com. But is there other mm-hmm. places you can go and get tickets, you know, live in person? You yep. Know? So the only place you can get a physical ticket in town is Rick's Food Center all in right. Mount Pleasant. They have them. They're ready to go. You can stop by Rick's anytime. Uh, pre-sale tickets for the VIP are $50. So if you get them before the event, you save 5 bucks. If you walk up and get them, you got to pay a little bit more. General admission tickets are $40. So you pay a little bit more for that extra hour, but you also get those added benefits. Well, and you talked about the local brews. There's going to be a few special brews out there that are only going to be for the VIPs. That's kind of what I yeah. want to point out right mm-hmm. there because that's that's a pretty neat thing right there because you talked about the educational aspect of it. You're probably going to be able to get a little bit more of that education within that first hour because the brewers aren't going to be so busy pouring and stuff because by the time, you know, 445, <laughs> 5 o'clock, you know, what, what's it like down there, Claire? Um, it's buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Would that wow. be a, a good word to say? Um, yeah. yeah, it's with all the music and the yard games and everything happening, everyone's just in such a good mood and it's so fun to participate in something like this and have fun doing it and also help the community while you're doing it. 
Yeah, you know, and I think to maybe describe the atmosphere to somebody, it's a little bit like a downtown tailgate. Would, yeah. would that make some sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's going to be those games. There's going to be around, but then there's just going to be people gathered around in a big old circle. They're going to be talking. They're going to be whooping it up. They're just going to be having a good time. Yeah, we've had sort of a, a transition period for the festival. So we were always in the summer. We were in a different location. We've been behind in Jackie Alley. Well, last year was our first year of trying out a fall festival, which, again, different atmosphere, a little bit cooler, a little, you know, weather wasn't so hot. We did a big survey at the end of the year and say, okay, we want to bring it back in the summer. So this will be back to a summer festival. Townies. Like, townies, yeah, exactly. Um, but it'll be it'll be great. Like you said, there'll be there'll be people that are into the entertainment, that want to dance, that want to listen to Kevin and, and, and do that thing. There'll be people there for the food. Like their food trucks, like Twisted Fork's pretty good. So you want to you get some good food. They Those are vendors that we support, that support us. So we have them there. So there'll be good food, uh, good entertainment, and of course we'll have uh, we'll have some social tents and then a lot of a lot of breweries from 23 and counting that you can sample finest craft beers around yeah and it all goes back to the community so you know when you're putting that fifty dollars in or if you get there late you got to pay 55 to get that vip that money's going back to outreach of mid-michigan the isabella county restoration house the soup kitchen the child advocacy center this is money you can feel really good about spending. Yeah, you mm-hmm. name it. If you name a nonprofit in the Isabella County area in the last 10 years, we've probably had a grant request, and we've probably been able to give a little bit, little bit of money to. So um, it's a really cool, impactful thing, and, and one of the things we lean on and reach out to those organizations is like, look, when we need some help, when we need some volunteers, when we need you know sponsorships, is, hey, remember a couple years ago we helped you get started? We asked for that back. I mean, we, we want it's a big community, kind of this circular motion of, of money and volunteer and service, uh, but yeah, it is a it's a great event for our community, and um, like I say, it, it happens right downtown. It gives those businesses a chance to kind of celebrate and, and have another event in in the heart of downtown Mount Pleasant. Yeah, and I was just eating lunch at the bird. I said, is there anything you guys want me to mention? He says, well, I get, they're going to be giving away Tigers tickets you know, this oh, wow. summer. More, right. more coming on that soon. And celebrating 90 years. Can you believe it? Being right downtown family, as a local family. It's just yeah. unbelievable what they've been able to do for our community, not to mention just having good times at the bird as well. Yeah. Like I said, you know, similar to the JCs, you talk about any nonprofit, I yep. feel like any not. The bird, bird given to them at some point. Yeah, they do. They do their own big event where there's there's people just. I mean, you don't even hesitate when Rachel or Ben reach out and say, "Hey, you want to donate?" Absolutely, because we know it, it's all going to come full circle. So, um, not only would we not be able to do it without their monetary donations, but the staff over there and the Bridenstine family, they have the connections to all the breweries and the distributors because they own the bar. We can get some of the cool breweries that you might not have heard of, or the new breweries. We actually have a, a new brewery. It was been new last year um, in Rockford, owned by a local family here in. Mount Pleasant, the Zitzel Burgers, they're going to come this year. They're going to have a, a brewery table or, or, or their brewers yeah. there. So we've been wanting to get them because they're new, upcoming, been around for a couple of years. But uh, it, it's cool. Stuff like yeah. that that you, you like you to You can't like say to no see. to Lois if can't, she eventually nope, you asks. You're right. right. I mean, I yeah. feel like that's just the way it goes. So June 10th, uh, 4 p.m. is when everybody's allowed in. But that VIP three is at 3 yep. p.m. And you guys want to continue to stress that. That, that. That's really what you want. People there at 3 o'clock for the VIP. Get in there and have a good time. And 10 extra bucks? Ten bucks. Ten, yeah. ten, ten bucks, bucks is all it is mm-hmm. to get in yeah. there a little bit early and have a great time. There's going to be entertainment. There's going to be food. There's going to be lots of brews. But then again, seltzers, meads. There's even going to be you some non-alcoholic it. stuff this year. And then if you're a designated driver out there, you just want something to do that day, ten, ten bucks, bucks to, to get in and go in there and have a good time. Except you wonder, well, what if I drink? I don't, I don't drink. I don't want to. You don't have to pay $40 for a ticket if you don't drink. You can just pay $10 for a ticket. Still go in there and have a good time. So maybe there's the 
there's the husband wife couple out there. There you go. You have no excuse now because yep. it's just ten bucks to get. you I always in. joke with all the pregnant ladies. I say, look, you have no excuse. You can come in here too because for ten bucks, we know you don't want to drink, you can't drink, but you can yep. come in and enjoy it and have a good time. And, so. and I think you guys will support my designated driver uh, plug there as well. If people mm-hmm. are getting money to give people ride homes, I don't think you guys will mind that at all. No, we don't, not at all. <laughs> All right, Claire, uh, Brian, anything we missed? Anything else you guys want to talk about with uh, the JCs that's coming up? Um, yeah, so one of the new things this year. So Claire mentioned the yard games that we always have, cornhole and Jenga and all this thing. This year we are doing a beer stein holding competition. Oh, so it's hard to explain, but it, but if you think of these big Hofbra houses where they have these big beer steins where people extend their hands. you got to think of them. Edward Forty hands. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> well, ca- kind of what it is. So you're, we're going to do it this year. We're going to try it out as a, as a fundraiser. It's gonna co- there's going to be an entry fee, but... But we're going to have a competition. So we're going to have a, a stein or a pitcher full of beer, water, whatever liquids. And we're going to see who can hold it out in front of them. Straight out. Yeah, straight out. Straight we, out. Have, we have rules. Yeah. Like There'll be a whole rule sheet. Yep. But um, there'll be a prize. There'll be a, an actual glass trophy. Bragging rights, if you will, a little bit. So that'll be another thing that's added. It's really, really cool. One of our members brought that up. So we should try this out. So we're going to try to get some prizes and some some donations. But, yeah, the beer stein, it'll happen right at the front with like 6 o'clock, 6.30. So you want to get there a little early, get signed up, and then um, I'll MC it and we'll have a fun time with that but the beer stein competition is going to be pretty cool and there's going to be a sweet trophy with it there's there going to be is there it's going to, it's going to be engraved and it's going to be something you get to take with you and you want to be the first winner of the the mount pleasant craft beer festival stein there you go that's I a bait bragging right if you're well, the yes. first annual i was just gonna say imagine being able to come back and, and i'm gonna <laughs> put you guys on the spot here you know you got if you go to the website there's a lot of stuff that you can can't bring in but they'll be able to bring the trophy back next year if they win this. They'll be able to walk in with it on their shoulders and feel pretty darn proud doing Mm -hmm. so. Pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. It's it's something new. It's something different. We we hear this feedback every year. We try to, you know, listen to our members, our patrons, if you will, and that's one of the things, like, let's let's do a competition like that. And you know what's good about that? I mean, you always want to have the, you know, the beer games, the liability can be a really big problem. People <laughs> yeah. don't think about, well, why don't we do Well, because no. you're going to get hurt if you try right. doing that. This is something that's it's just super simple. Now, you're going to have a big muscle guy out there that's yeah. thinking he's going to win it. He doesn't realize how try much it. his muscle yes. weighs. You, you try that for a while and see how long you can hold 32 it's ounces. It's going to be a little wimpy guy yeah. like me that's going to go out there. <laughs> with that but, Brian, Claire, thank you guys so much for joining me. And I'm out Pleasant Craft Beer Festival, June 10th. The VIP starts at 3 p.m. And, if, if they're a last-second person, they can get tickets right there when they go in. Yeah, a- absolutely. And we'd be remiss if we didn't thank you guys at the station for all you do, for let us promote and let us do commercials. And, and the, the things that you do to, to give back is really, really special for hey, us, too. Bob, thank you. Bob and Lori, I somehow get paid to do this stuff. It's great. Pretty darn. It? I always yeah. make the joke, I don't have a real job, and I'm going to keep on doing it. There you so. go. <laughs> and, Brian, they pay, and they pay you every couple of weeks, somehow, right? So somehow, some way, I keep getting the, it'll be like uh, Office Space. Well, we fixed the glitch. You know, that, yeah. it's going to be like yeah. that someday. But thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mount Pleasant JCs Craft Beer Festival podcast. If you'd like to get involved with the Mount Pleasant JCs or for more information on the organization, simply go to m-t-j-a-y-c-e-e-s.com.